Welcome to Full Disclosure, a podcast to provide legal information and updates to individuals, businesses and business advisors in South Australia. This podcast is brought to you by Meller Olson Lawyers, a full-service South Australian law firm. The information, opinions and advice in this podcast are for general information only. In today's episode, we're going to be talking with Senior Associate Catherine Lees, who's a family lawyer at Mellor Olson. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you, Lucy. Nice to be here. I've invited Catherine along today to help explain to us what constitutes a de facto relationship and what the term means in the event that there's been a relationship breakdown. Catherine, can we start by a clear definition around what is a de facto relationship? Well, the definition of a de facto relationship is set out in the Family Law Act. Um, there are some clearly defined rules as to what constitutes a de facto relationship. The Act states that you and your partner will be considered to be in a de facto relationship if you are not legally married to each other, not related by family, have a genuine uh, relationship, living as a couple on a genuine domestic basis. Okay, so I've always assumed that it was just because you were a couple that have lived together for a certain period of time and boom, you're into that definition. Well, there's a misconception that if you've lived with your partner on a full-time basis for a certain period of time, that this automatically constitutes a de facto relationship. But this isn't necessarily the case. The concept of living together under the Act assesses each relationship on a case-by-case basis. So the concept doesn't set out any specific time frame for which a couple would need to live together before determining that a de facto relationship exists. So what actually determines it then? Well, this is where the concept of the genuine domestic basis comes into play. So to determine whether or not you are living together on a genuine domestic basis, the Family Law Act sets out a wide variety of circumstances that they consider. Some of these circumstances include aspects such as the length of the relationship, if there was a sexual relationship, mutual commitment in the relationship, public aspects um, to the relationship, ownership of assets together, use and acquisition of their property, financial dependence, and the interdependence of the parties with each other. So is it just a, does it have to be all of those things or can it be a selection of those things that determine it? Well, yes, a de facto relationship um, can be determined on some or all of those things, but not all of those things must exist. And does this apply to all relationship types? Uh, well, yes, a de facto relationship can exist between two people of the same sex, but it can also exist where one or both of the parties are legally married to someone else, or even when they're in another de facto relationship at the same time with someone else. So what would happen in the event that there was actually a breakdown of this said de facto relationship when it comes to the splitting of assets? Well, if you, even if you are found to be in a de facto relationship, a court may not necessarily make an order for the division of property. Um, a court will only make an order if the total period of the relationship is at least two years, if there's a child of the relationship, or if the person applying for the order has made substantial contributions uh, towards the maintenance and acquisition of those assets, and that there would be a serious injustice to that person if no order was made. Okay, so perhaps this is where this misconception of the two-year thing comes into play. Yes, possibly. Um, the Family Law Act refers to the total period of a relationship, so this time could potentially be made up of a number of on and off periods of time, 
um, with the same person, forming an aggregate total of two years, um, rather than needing to be in a continuous two-year relationship, um, but certainly the, the two years is important. Okay. So the scope of whether you're in a de facto relationship or not seems to be quite broad. Are there factors to consider? Uh, well, being in a de facto relationship um, does create other rights and responsibilities for you and your partner um, that are during your life, lifetime and following your death. So it's important to understand what situation you are in and plan for that accordingly. Okay. Mellor Olson has experienced practitioners who provide advice around family law, such as Catherine. Catherine, what would you suggest to someone who is unsure whether their relationship is defined as de facto or not? It's best to seek advice from an experienced family law practitioner uh, who will be able to speak with, with them about their individual circumstances. All right. Well, I want to thank Catherine very much for her time today. Thank you for having me. No worries. The information in this podcast is general in nature. For podcast terms and conditions, for more information on Catherine, Family Law or Mellor Olson, please visit molawyers.com.au.